Hey, coaches, welcome to Championship Culture. Got a, a fantastic guest tonight. Coach Phil Jacobs is the head football coach at Dexter High School in Michigan. Uh, he's been the head football coach there for four years. And uh, Coach and I kind of became uh, Twitter buddies. So, uh, buddy, I, I sure do appreciate you coming on and, and uh, doing the podcast for me, man. Uh, I can't wait. I'm just been uh, something I've been looking forward to here, Coach, for the last week since you asked me. So I'm looking forward to it tonight. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's jump into it then. Question number one, can you give a one-minute elevator introduction of yourself? Well, I don't know if I can do one minute, but we're going to try here. Uh, I just finished my 31st year coaching. I have uh, I started way back in the 90s, early 90s, as a matter of fact, and I've, I've been, I bounced around from high school to college, back to high school, and uh, it's, it's been a very gratifying career to, to, to say the, the least. So, I mean, it's, uh, when people ask me, what's my passion, uh, next to my wife, it's football. It's, uh, uh, something that wakes me up in the morning. It wakes me up in the middle of the night and keeps me up before I go to bed. It's just something that, that consumes me. Uh, like I said, I, I've, I've coached both sides of the football offense for many years, defense for many years. Uh, I went to the collegiate level, NEIA at Siena Heights University in, in Adrian, Michigan, coached there for a couple of years, was on a defensive side. And, you know, it's one of those things where you, you learn a lot what you want to run offensively based on what you do defensively and vice versa. So I'm just glad to be able to share some experience tonight, Coach. Well, I'm excited, buddy. Uh, that much experience, uh, I know uh, everyone's going to be able to – uh, cherry pick some great ideas from you. Uh, so let's go. No, question number two, uh, how do you find culture in your program? Well, culture, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where culture is the, it's the current state of your program, in my opinion, and that could be good or bad. And uh, when we inherited the culture at Dexter High School, I, I got to be honest with you, coach. It's uh, one of those situations where there were on an over 42 losing streak and the culture was bad. Um, you know, athletes weren't coming out for football because they weren't winning and they weren't winning because athletes weren't coming out for football. So it's something we had to do is we had to change the culture immediately uh, upon arrival. And it, we had to make football fun for kids again. Because, as a matter of fact, I came from a, a school in the same conference, Adrian High School, where I, I received my first head football coaching job, and, and uh, we were very successful there. Uh, the, just, the, the enrollment declined at Adrian High School, and then uh, the opportunity presented itself at Siena Heights University, and then along came this Dexter job. But um, and the Dexter district is a growing district. It's, it's, it's a very affluent district and that's, uh, you know, something I'm, I'm proud to be a part of, but it was a soccer community, basketball community, uh, just a lot of other, other sports. As a matter of fact, we have 28 varsity sports with only 1200 kids. So you're fighting for kids. And we, like I said, we had to make football something that kids wanted to be a part of again. And, that's something that we have immediately changed with year one. We had 22 kids on uh, the varsity football team. We went 0 and 9. Uh, we had to make, as I said, make football fun again. So what we did was we, we want the air raid. 
It's something that uh, nobody else in our conference was doing. And, and uh, it's like I said, basketball on turf, so to speak. Our, our kids loved it. We had a kid that's like number five all time in Michigan for career passing yardage. And we just, we, we turned around the last two years. We, we qualified for the playoffs. We've hosted our first ever playoff game, won our first ever playoff game and things are on the rise. So we just need to take that next step. And we think we have the pieces in place to do that. Love it. And, a lot, and you know, a lot of guys are, are facing very similar uh, situations as far as, you know, basketball or, or baseball schools and, and trying to get the numbers out. Uh, can you give us one more? What besides going air raid, what's one more thing you did to try to get the numbers up? Um, well, here's I'll tell you what, coach. This is uh, I wouldn't have taken a job, and this kind of is, is probably going along with it's you know, something that if I was to look back, what would I do differently or not do differently? Um, I, I would never have taken this job if I did not have the administrative support. And I, I think that's, you know, number one, looking back on my career when I was a head football, I'm 51 right now. And I won, I had my first head coaching job at 34 and that's actually old compared to nowadays, it seems, because it seems like young kids are taking head football jobs and, uh, but I didn't have a, a, a supportive administration. I have a supportive administration here at Dexter High School, and they've allowed me to hire coaches, put them in the place. When, when a teaching position opens, they, they come to me, they, hey, we've got a math position open. Do you, do you need a football opening? Or it, do you know of a sport that needs a, a coach? So they, they want to hire coaches that also teach, and that's having that uh, administrative support is, has been number one and along with that i'm going to go into 1b hiring a great strength and conditioning coach uh, i used to be the strength and conditioning coach wherever i i was and uh, it, it consumed me before school during school after school and now I, i've hired a really good one his name's chris whitaker and he i've turned the keys over to the kingdom with him I get the kids in the weight room. He takes the kids, uh, you know, gets them as strong as we can get them. And it allows me free time to chase kids to get them into the weight room and then also football. So those are, those are the things that have really uh, helped our program as we've gone along and to get kids out for football. How, how hard was it to, to hand over the, the strength and conditioning part? Did, did you have to, can you see the big picture when you did it or I, yeah I, I'm in the weight room and it's got but i could see the magic of freeing yourself up to be a to to glad hand and and be the uh you know be the face of the program so i can see the strength in it but how hard was it oh it was it was extremely difficult having been in there for 25 plus years myself but uh coach you know as well as i do uh you know, when you're before school, after school, and, and teaching the strength coaches throughout the day, that weight room closes in on you. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get tired of it. It wears on you. And especially if you're not getting the, the support that you need. But since I've been here at Dexter, uh, I, I think I could do the weight room job and be just as successful. But 
Um, it, it's it's helped taking a lot of burden off of my shoulders. And you know, don't, don't get me wrong, I, I didn't just immediately throw him the keys like you, like you would your student teacher. But <laughs> it's it's one of those where um, it, it took me a minute, and I just had to. You know, he we talked. Hey, what do you want to do as far as weight room? I gave him kind of the plan that I had always done, and he's kind of. He's taking it over, and I'll tell you what: our kids are are strong. I, we got we got uh, schools in our conference in our district and across the state that are coming to see our weight program right now, and it's it's uh, the guy's doing a marvelous job, just a marvelous job. Well, that, that's a that's the first great idea because I uh, I can immediately see the power of getting someone that you trust in there to free yourself up. Uh, because I, I'm, I'm sure when you said the walls close in on you, I, I, I go to the weight room and I don't come out of there all day. So I'm not in the hallways visiting teachers and doing the other things that could help my program. So I'm, I'm hundred percent with you. Uh, yeah. I just, now I just got to find that guy. You got your, yeah. I got to find one. All it, right. it's, go ahead. It was just a weird how it happened. Uh, you know, he was, uh, when the football position opened up, I, he applied for the position and he really, he, he was just looking away for a way back from Michigan. He was teaching in North Carolina at the time and we reached out and it just, uh, uh, it, everything fell into, into place. So just, just very fortunate. Awesome. I guess awesome. you put your, put your time in and over time, I guess good things happen. <laughs> I say that I, if you if you just go to the playoffs enough one year you're gonna have a good draw. <laughs> I say yeah, that's one. We haven't got that good draw yet. <laughs> yeah, I keep waiting for it to happen, but yeah, one year is gonna happen if you just keep going. All right, so question number three: What are the three best things you do to build culture in your program? Well, uh, you know, coaches, I was looking back on this. Um, you know, our, our vision, actually my vision at Dexter High School and I guess wherever I've been is always to, has been to do things better than they've been done before where I've, I guess where I'm entering. Uh, and it's to, to, you know, I wanna build a program that consistently competes for championships and is known for class and toughness. So, you know, with, with that right there, uh, you know, we're trying to build toughness in our, in our culture. And that was something that was really lacking was this, this whole uh, toughness piece. And I'm not just talking the, the physical toughness, but I'm talking the mental toughness as well. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to give you an example. We, uh, my first year of game six, we, we lost 60 something to 40 something. And you know, mind me, we're, we're in the games at halftime, but we just, we're just getting beat at the, in the second half. And uh, our, our parents at the very end, they're giving us this little league pity clap, you know, this uh, um, thanks for participating clap. And I remember that next uh, morning when I addressed with the team, I said, this is, this is, def this is not the direction we want to go. And uh, we're going to uh, breed toughness in this this program this community uh, and 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 so be it but I, I firmly believe that you know you you have to as a coaching staff live toughness you have to preach it it's something that's ongoing uh, when your 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 kids see it they live it they speak it and 
Um, you know, it's it's just something, you know, you, you, it's not something you can flip the switch on very easily, but I, I believe that you win toughness mentally and physically in the weight room. And I don't think that's any secret. I'm not telling any any listener or you that, uh, uh, that the magic really is in, in the weight room. And that's something that we have preached over and over and over again is the, the weight room, you know, with strength. So, you know, the second thing that I think we did was change the culture as we went, and this has always been a philosophy of mine. So we, I try to do something different than the rest of our schedule does whether it's offensively, defensively, without getting out outside of the, the, I guess, the structure and the framework uh, and what we're good at coaching. But I, for instance, we, we, the first year into our conference, there was, nobody was a passing team. Everybody was running power, um, zone reads type things. And, and, you know, those are the things that we did, but we hung our hat on an air raid on the air raid and that's something that we in the last uh four years have done uh very successfully and uh, you know as well as i do at the high school level it's it's difficult to, to defend the pass and when you can spread them from sideline to sideline and end zone to end zone hopefully taking those deep shots that uh it, it does put defenses in a bind and i it, and by doing so it is it you know First of all, a kid sitting in the stands year one watching our offense score points and, and run the ball up and down the field or pass the ball up and down the field. They want to be a part of that. And we've even had soccer kids come out and, and want to kick for us in the middle of the season, at the end of the season, the beginning of the season. And, and uh, you know, those are two big ways right there, the weight room uh, and uh, going to the air raid. And I'll tell you, number three, Coach, I, I hinted to it earlier, but we have, I, I'm very fortunate I, because the administration is extremely supportive of a winning football program. They have allowed me to, to handpick my staff. And as a result, I have, uh, I would say out of the 14 people I have on staff, 10 of us are in the high school building and we are with those kids all day long, talking to those kids, building relationships with those kids. And, and uh, you know, what, what those things, life is about relationships, whether you're in the classroom with your students, whether you're on the football with your, your players. Uh, and, you know, one thing about this, this uh, pandemic we're in, I, 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 it, it sucks that we can't see the kids all the time like we're used to, but this, this Zoom has allowed us to, to, to stay connected at least and, and do some things differently. That's perfect, man. Uh, let me ask you this on weight room. Is there anything special you do in the weight room that really focuses in on the toughness piece. I know, you know, obviously we all know if you're good in the weight room, you're building physical and mental toughness, uh, especially on squat day. But uh, is there anything out of the ordinary that you, you point to and yeah. say, this really builds toughness? Um, there's no one specific thing, coach, because it, I'll tell you the first, I was hired April 20th, uh, four years ago, almost four years to the day. And uh, so we got, I got hired, I got hired in really late. Uh, our, we had one strength and conditioning class and it had six kids in it. 
one year later, we had six hours, six full hours of strength and conditioning with 35 kids in each class. And we, we built a brand. I mean, a matter of fact, our, our brand is the Iron Dread Strength and Conditioning. And when you, they hear Iron Dread Strength and Conditioning, they know what it stands for. They know, they know it's business. They know they're going to be loved when they walk in that weight room. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's another area that we tried to do something different. Uh, you know, we're a, we, we use the conjugate system and, you know, it's a, it's a West side barbell. We, but we, we follow, uh, you know, an elite FTS out of uh, Cleveland it has kind of been our source and uh, it, it's, just having that, hey, we're doing things different than the school down the street. We're doing different than, than the Ann Arbor schools. We're, we're, we're different and uh, we're, we're staying on the cutting edge. So it's no one particular lift uh, because we, we do dynamic days, we do di uh, maximum effort days and our, our kids strain, they strain under the bar. And that's what it's all about is, is straining under the bar, but doing those, those things right. And, uh, you know, hey, it's just like any other strength and conditioning coach. We're, we're pumping their eagles, we're, we're building them up. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just an exciting thing to see when we went from six, six kids in the weight room to, as a matter of fact, coach, we have a class that is full, it's zero hour before school starts, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth are full. And then we have two sessions after that are full. And it's, it's, uh, when you have that, it, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. We build a good culture. You get to now. You're speaking my language. You're running the air raid and conjugate system. You're, you're, uh, we're all, we're, we might be twins. Uh, yeah. How did we just meet? Huh? Yeah, exactly. uh, the zero period. Do you, do you get to give them a grade for that, or is that a non-graded zero period? That's a non-graded zero period, is what it is. So we have, uh, we have kids from all different sports that that are in there, and it's. It, it, it works really well. So there's, there are times that we've actually had two zero periods of one before the zero period, 6 a.m. and then another one from seven to eight. And uh, that, that's, that, that happened in the early winter between football and, and our, our winter sports. And then as uh, of course the winter sports move on, we, we pair it down to one and then we added the, the extra at the end of the day. So that's awesome coach you uh obviously you're building it <laughs> you're, you're doing a great job building it uh so we're we're at a question number uh four already and uh this is one you're probably gonna smack out of the park uh what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first got started well i i i can't i, I can't pinpoint i can i'm gonna give a couple examples here but Moving, um, I, I guess one thing that I wish I, I had done earlier, and this is something that the head coach that I worked for did for me, is I was kind of a control freak early. Uh, I, I had to have my hands on the offensive line, the quarterbacks, the receivers, the D-line, linebackers, DBs, and, and everything. And as a matter of fact, I called the offense, I called the defense. Uh, early on for the first six, seven years. And I, I worked myself to death. Uh, it was something where you, 
you, you, because you work so hard, you wonder why your assistants aren't working as hard as you, and it's because you've taken a lot of control from them. And it took me, it took me a lot of years to figure that out. And as a matter of fact, it took me to, to finally watching a man that I coached for, Jim Lyle at Siena Heights University, how he delegated responsibility to his assistants and how those assistants worked extremely hard for him because he cared for his coaches. And I think that's something that I took for granted as a young head coach. And now, now once I took this you know, job at Dexter four years ago, I've, I've sat down with these coaches and I said, okay, I'm, I'm hiring you to be a D coordinator. And now, yeah, I want to run a four, three defense and this is what I want to do with this. And uh, you know, I, I expect you to, to run with it. And uh, man has, he ran with it. And it's same with my receiver coach, my old line coach. I, I, I'm blessed coach. I've, I've, I've been able to hire coaches that have also played college ball. Uh, my, you know, my, O-line guy, he's a former Indiana Hoosier who's, who's coaching our O-line, played for Kevin Wilson. I, oh, you talk about getting some ideas from a guy. Uh, my receiver coach, he's a guy that played at Michigan. My, uh, my running back coach played at Eastern Michigan. I, my, my linebacker, D coordinator, played at Hope College as a Division three here. Uh, I, I just I've been blessed with guys that have a great football background. And so I guess relinquishing those reins to, to other coaches and letting them blossom like I was able to do. And, and uh, I, I think that's I think that's really key. And as the second thing, if I, you know, if I was I, I already alluded to this is don't take a job just because it looks good. And that's something I did. I, I, I took my first head job at my alma mater and I knew there wasn't a whole lot of administrative support there. I knew it was hard to find football coaches. I knew it was a shrinking town and in regards to enrollment, the, the industries and, and the factories were dying because of the recession back in 08. Uh, but I, I, I did it because of pride and sometimes that, you know, we had some successful years. We had some really successful years, but uh, it, eventually it caught up with me and uh, everything that I had hit on uh, ended up biting me in the butt, if you know what I mean. It, so that's when I, I stepped back and, and I, I hope we got time. I want to tell a little story about how I took this Dexter job. Yeah, I mean, nobody in their right mind would take a job at this 0-42 at the time, but uh, the superintendent came to me multiple times. As a matter of fact, I turned him down close to a dozen times. And uh, I just did some research over and over and over. And finally, he came to me and says, hey, what do we got to do to make this right? And, and uh, we sat down. And uh, when we sat down and put things on paper, and he says, I can make those happen. I knew right there that was, it was going to work out. And uh, it, it's it's been a great it's been a great fit and it's it's uh, I'm looking forward to this coming year as a matter of fact that's a great story that's like a dream story what uh give us your top three what were the top three things you put on paper that you you had to have in order to take the job um well number one salary no <laughs> uh well number one I I had to be able to hire coaches and, and that was 
I mean, that was number one. And he says, oh, we, we, you don't know how bad we want to hire coaches that teach because it's been something that's been hard for them to do. So that was number one. Number two, uh, looking at the weight room, I needed some money for the weight room. And we put we put 50000 into the weight room and, and made it our, our conjugate weight room. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think those are the big two right there. So then, of course... You know the money part doesn't hurt either, Coach. <laughs> so it's where I had to, you know, had to relocate the family. My son was a freshman, going to be a sophomore at the time, and as you can imagine, that wasn't easy for a 16-year-old boy to do. And and as a matter of fact, he became a an all-conference player for us, and it was it was fun to coach your son. I tell you, one of the things uh, that I, I really like about Tony Franklin, I don't know, I don't know what branch you, your air raid is, but he talks openly about that, that, you know, uh, as you become more successful, you get better paying jobs. And that's important. That's important for your family. That's important for you. Yeah. And uh, that that's part of it. So, uh, you know, we, we know uh, if, even when you get one of those good paying jobs, if you broke it down by the hour, you're still losing money. So uh, yeah. it took me a long time. I was always one of those. I didn't even want to talk about money. Uh, and, but uh, I guess as we get older, it starts, it starts becoming a, a more important part of the negotiations. Oh, you're not kidding coach. I mean, here I am. I've, I've, you know, so I just finished my 31st year coaching. I'm in year 28 of teaching. So I, you know, I coached while I was in college a little bit. And uh, so we made, we were doing very well when I was at Adrian High School and at Siena Heights University. And then this job presented itself. And I, I mean, I was, you make quite a bit more money, but it, it also, you know, we're moving towards Ann Arbor where uh, it costs a lot more money to live. And then all of a sudden we're looking at, holy smokes, everything that we're, we're making a lot more money, but the cost of living has gone up and this, we're not saving the money we wanted to. And just recently, uh, you know, we found the opportunity to buy my my wife's grandparents' uh, late cottage for a you know family deal that we got on this. And now we're 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 saving money and we're we're living happy and uh, looking forward to the next chapter in our life right now, Coach. That's awesome, Coach. All right, so we're on question number five. Uh, I know you're on Twitter. Can you give your uh, Twitter handle out so guys can contact you? Yeah. Uh, Holy smokes, Twitter handle. I got to look it up right now. Um, it is at Phil underscore Jacobs 16. That's right. Well, that's that's my Twitter handle right there. I was going to help you on it if you forgot it. But, yeah, that's, that was right. <laughs> and I'll put it in the show notes so guys can yeah. find it and, uh, and hit you up on Twitter. And then uh, anything Great. you can promote or just you have the final word? Um, you know, coach, I, I don't have anything to promote uh, necessarily. I, I'm a guy who has uh, borrowed, stolen. I reach out to coaches a lot to, to, I guess, to where I am right now. I, I've, I've done a lot of work, hard work to get where I'm at. Uh, am I the greatest football coach? Far from it. Will I ever be far from it? I just try, you know, try to, to, to be better than I was yesterday. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to learn more on the air raid and I, I'm learning on this, this, uh, you know, the, the art Bryles version. And even though he wasn't necessarily an air raid guy, but this, this power, um, I, it's, it's intrigued me. 
and I, I'm just trying to learn a little bit of it just to, to make our offense better. And, uh, and I'll tell you something, I, we're, we're learning about this Ferris State defense. If you, you've never watched this Ferris State team in, in Big Rapids, Michigan, there's something to watch. Uh, um, so I'm, I'm learning that defense as best I can do it so we can use it for us. Did you do the, uh, the Randy Jackson course on the Baylor offense? I did. As a matter of fact, how about you? I did. And we're, uh, we, yeah. we took a few things and we're using it this year and, and, uh, very excited about it. So we're, we're, again, we're right down the same. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, so yeah, I, I, I took that little course and, uh, took some, some bits and pieces out of it. And, uh, man, he just, he, he kept me, he was just trolling me the whole time. And <laughs> he, he kept, kept me along on that, on what they're doing. And that, that choice route's got me intrigued. And I've been trying to learn that thing left and right. Uh, I don't know about you, Coach, but I'm, I'm looking forward to, to incorporating that next year. Well, we'll, we'll talk after we uh, stop uh, recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A anything else you want to share, Coach? No, sir. I, I appreciate you having me, Coach. I appreciate you doing this, buddy. You did a fantastic job, and uh, this will be coming out this coming Saturday. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you.